Yeah. Rob Ting, I answered the phone. He, he's on the line. He's waiting for you. Yes. And instead, he gets my big mouth and he goes, you know, I called last week when you weren't in and I almost hung up because I thought I was like the wrong number. <laughs> yeah, I, I was off. Sorry, Rob. Good morning, Rob Chang. How are you? I'm good. How are you, Liz? <laughs> good. All right. So we are doing Tech Talk with Rob Chang of PCmatic.com. Um, so can you tell us uh, what's the update on cyber warfare? I mean, are, have, did we ever see the cyber warfare they warned us about? Well, I said this. I mean, that, that that's not going to happen. I mean, and as soon as they said that, and actually it was funny. I, you know, my I gave a presentation uh, in Charleston last week, and, and one of the guys says, what, you mean that it's not going to happen? And I said, no, it's not going to happen. And he said, well, yeah, I'm around telling everyone this is going to happen. We need to prepare for this. And I said, I think we should prepare for this, but it's not going to happen right now. So we have wow. lots of time to prepare for this. But, Who was that but guy? But lots of people. He, he, was at, he was not very much uh, in cybersecurity, but he was, I mean, one of the leaders in uh, you know com- community building and other things like that throughout the state. I mean, hmm. he was a good guy, but, I mean, he just listened to the, you know what what the the White House was saying, mm-hmm. and I do wonder whether they for for example one of the things I've said on the show for if they wanted to say that it's not mm-hmm. going to happen, but then they could have used that to say rend get rid of Kaspersky that would have been a good thing to say at this point in time, which I still don't understand. You know, it's been banned from the White House. It's out of Best Buy and Office Depot and Staples, but it's still throughout the entire country. Hmm. So there's lots of K through 12 police departments throughout the entire country wow. that have it, and we are at Russia. We are at war with Russia right now, mm-hmm. you know, and they and and it's already determined to be a security risk. And this is part of what I think the government needs to do. They, the government should go out and say, "Listen, let's get rid of Kaspersky. We've done we've gotten part of it out of the country, but we got to get it out of the entire country." I mean, somebody needs to do that. Yeah, I mean, uh, you're not the first person to say that we're at war with uh, Russia because, you know, through helping Ukraine beat back the Russians, um, that's exactly what we're doing. And and there's a lot of question. And, Rob, I, I don't know if you've heard about this, but Kirsten Gillibrand is um, pushing for a cyber academy to fight china russia Cyber wars. Is this like the Space Force? I don't know. I oh. don't know what a cyber academy would do, but I was just wondering, uh, do you have any idea what this is about? I, I have not heard of that. It sounds like uh, it's an education new. program. Mm-hmm. So there, it sounds more like an education program, which there are so many education programs related to the cyber. So it sounds like another one like that. A lot of the money flowing out of the federal government is going toward education. And, and a lot, and I'm not. I'm definitely for that. I said, well, I, I'm for education. I don't think education solves the problems that we're dealing with right now because education takes a long time to take hold. Mm-hmm. You know, you for need example, to fix I mean, it. fix it now. Yes, harden, I mean, harden there's things the that we need to do to, yeah, to, to make it so that you know that that our you know our data is safe. And that right now, we're just trying to. Actually, I mean, the entire strategy of the industry is to go and let whatever it is, whether it's China or Russia or it's just ransomware, in and then respond to it later. There's no really effort to, like, let's not let this in. We're not sure what it is. Let's not let it in. Mm-hmm. And so that that's pretty much, I mean, so actually, I want to share one other thing. That's, that's, here's some, a tidbit for everybody. So I'm doing a lot of market research on the consumer side of cybersecurity. Mm-hmm. And here's here's two interesting pieces of information from it. Number one is 50% of respondents, and this is just adults throughout the entire country, um, have at one or more work-at-home employee. 
Wow. And that's just, that's a stunning number, 50%. And obviously, yeah. to do the pandemic, and then now even after the pandemic, um, you know, there are a lot of people still working at home. Mm-hmm. And, and that, that is a cybersecurity risk that we haven't really comprehended. The other one that I asked, and I'm still digging through the data, is 50%, and I'm curious about the two of you here, have not changed the password on their router. I did. Okay. You know I why? Because you told me to. <laughs> um, the password on my router, since when? When was I supposed to change it? When you installed it, really. I mean, yeah, it comes with a preloaded password, and they oh. give it to you, but you have the ability oh. to change it. Yes, I did do that. Yes. Yep. And yeah. you do do. I mean, and uh, and you know, and then quite often the password is password. You know, things like that. Yes. And you really need to move it off of that. So good, you did. But listen to everybody that's listening to this. I mean, if you're you're in the fifty percent that is not, please go in there. It takes probably fifteen minutes to do it if you haven't done it before, and then just go and change the password on your router to anything other than the default password. Rob, um, you know. A lot of people are talking about cybersecurity right now, and they're hearing more and more about these ransomware attacks. And even though, like, some companies try to cover it up and just pay the ransomware and, you know, be done with it. But um, I just was was wondering, uh, there's, there's a growing industry uh, in cybersecurity, but are they using new technology or is are they using obsolete technology? Like, There are companies that are coming up and say, oh, we'll protect all, you know, the security of all your devices. But how do you know if what they're using is like up to speed or if it's obsolete? You don't. Um, Actually, that's part of it. So, yes, cybersecurity is a growing industry because the problem keeps on getting worse. And so and there's no way. I mean, this is one of the big problems that, that I've now identified is. Cybersecurity is all about marketing and sales. It's really not about, as you're trying to say, the quality of the products and things like that. I mean, it's much, and so it's hard for people to really evaluate, you know, what's being said because it's more about sales and marketing and throwing around the words ransomware and zero trust and artificial intelligence, you know, and all these other buzzwords in order to sell their product as opposed to having good products. So it's hard. And that's part of the problem is that, I mean, most people don't understand cybersecurity that well. So what what are they supposed to do? They're, they're being bombarded with all these things. You know, but that's, uh, so that's why I'm saying standards, right? That's, right. So that's why that was my message. I say, you know, if there were standards out there, one, these people selling the products would have to follow the standards. And then the, the people buying the products would understand that they follow these standards. Now, when you were doing your your talk down in Charleston, um, what did was there a time for question and answers? Because I'm wondering what people were wondering uh, about. You know, people in the know. What were their biggest concerns? You know, um, actually, so so the, there there are numerous messages. You know, I was part of a panel. I mean, which uh, one of the things, and this is this definitely a concern throughout our country, um, is, is what they would call the silos. I mean, there's not one person that runs cyber for the entire country, for example, right? I mean, there's no standards for the entire country, so it's all very siloed. You know, even here in our state, I mean, you have the state agencies, and you have have the cities, and you have, you know, small businesses and large businesses, but every single decision is very independent of each other. And so for people to work together on cybersecurity in the state, that that was really the... um, message uh, of the uh, conference I was at is let's all try to work together, which is, which is good. I mean, everyone needs to understand what everyone else is doing, and then hopefully we will be more coordinated, you know, and, and not do as many bad things because everyone else knows that is bad. 
And are are these ransomware attackers still using Bitcoin for payment? Now that we know so much more about Bitcoin, we, we're hearing that the government can track down wallets. It's not as anonymous as it used to be. You know, the government is trying to get, you know, uh, figure out a way, our government, figure out a way to control Bitcoin. I mean, if Bitcoin goes away, does ransomware go away? No. I mean, that, so that, the answer to that is definitely no, because, you know, outside Bitcoin, there's, and I'm not in, you know, an expert on this, but I do know there's a lot of cryptocurrencies. Mm-hmm. Bitcoin is still the largest one. And, um, but it, and like I've said before, it's just, you know, a mathematical equation. So, I mean, it's, it's not hard to uh, duplicate. Mm. So okay. I, I think that, I mean, if the, you know, and if you really want to pay, I mean, it doesn't have to be Bitcoin. It could be, you know, the, a, a different cryptocurrency, mm-hmm. and, and they will pay in that one. So, so I don't think that, you know, the government um, being able to control one cryptocurrency is going to go and eliminate ransomware. And, and so the, the other answer to your question, which is very important, is that they're, they're going to continue to evolve. Ransomware is the monetization of security holes. So, what, so their latest trick, and this is a really important trick, is that they're recruiting insiders. Wow. And actually, and to be clear, yeah, then not not to like our, your radio station or my company. They're going after the bigger companies now, mm-hmm. companies with over a thousand employees. So think of Microsoft, Google, and then they're they're recruiting them and paying them anywhere from a hundred thousand dollars to a million dollars to deploy the ransomware. Wow. Yes. And a so that, million. That yes. Think about this. We're talking about something that yeah, that takes the 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 the, um, the insider. Oh, maybe a couple minutes to go and do, and then you can make somewhere between a hundred thousand and a million dollars. Wow! Have you had any um, confirmation of that actually happening just yet? Well, I mean, so so there was a survey. So so there was a big survey. I could, I'll send it to you. There was a survey um, by Forbes magazine that came out in January that said two out of three companies with over one thousand employees had had an insider um, approach within the prior four weeks. Hmm. Two out of three. Wow. I mean, this is happening right now. Jeez. Uh, you know, and, and, you know, you think about the, the poor schmuck sitting in a cubicle and someone offers them, you know, life-changing money. Right. And, it, and his <laughs> boss is just being a jerk to him. I yeah. Mean, maybe I can go and do this and then say goodbye to everything. I mean, it, it's like that. Uh, so, I mean, are there... So there is a solution to this, by the way. Okay. By the way, if an insider goes and double clicks on an email, you know, and... And it has ransomware in there. The way to stop that is application whitelisting. Okay. Application whitelisting will go and say, wait a second, this is not approved to be on the network, and it won't run. Well, there you go. There's so the there's a solutions only... problem, right? I mean, there, there's solutions to all the problems, really. It's just a matter of us wanting to find them. Mm. And we're so siloed, and, you know, and it's so hard to tell what's going on with all the and I know sales you... and marketing and cybersecurity. It's just, it's just tricky. And you're working so hard to do this um, and to share more information. What is the state of South Carolina at the moment? I know you've been working closely. Yeah, um, actually, South Carolina, I've always felt this. South Carolina, I believe, is in better shape than most states. I mean, certainly because of, and I said this in my presentation, because, number one, the Department of Administration was created by Nikki Haley back in 2012, and that's because of the DR breach. Now, you think about that. The first ransomware was in 2013, so we created the Department of Administration before the first ransomware, so we're kind of ahead of that. I mean, there's still a lot more work to do there, and then we also have the CIC, and there's lots of other things. We also have, um, actually, he was actually at the same table as me, 
I mean, we have the one of the uh, five cyber battalions in the National Guard is is located in Columbia, and the guy who who used to run it was actually at my table, and so that's so why I talked to him for quite a while. And we're actually he said he might come here to Myrtle Beach, but if not, I'm going to go over to Columbia and talk to him some more. I mean, because I do think that the National Guard and it being on the military side. But here's one of the problems. I'll tell you this: is that so? You know, we have we have some centralization in the federal government. We have this lady. Her name is Jen Easterly, and she mm-hmm. runs CISA. She's been on 60 Minutes. She's very big on Twitter and all these kind of things. But she's kind of asking people to do things. And I'm thinking, this is cybersecurity, and this is national security. You shouldn't be asking anybody. You should be telling people to do things. That's mm-hmm. what standards does. But she's just kind of out there saying, you know, wouldn't it be nice if everyone got rid of Kaspersky? That's actually she hasn't gone gone that far yet. But saying, wouldn't it be nice if everyone had multi-factor authentication? And and really, it should be on the military side. That's what I'm going to talk to the National Guard about, saying, no, we should say if we believe everyone should have multi-factor authentication, everyone's going to multi-factor authentication. It's going to be done. We're going to start right now. We're going to be done with this project, I don't know, in 30 days, and it'll be done. I mean, but just asking people, you know, or pleading with people, that's that's no way to, to you know, have national security. Hmm. Well, um, I'm I'm hoping they'll they'll be listening uh, to you and and make uh, South Carolina a shining example of what can be done and how we can be protected. Rob, is there anything else you wanted to add before we go? Nope, it's, it's always a pleasure. Actually, yes, there's one more thing. Yes, Liz, that you're going to be in a PC Matic commercial, so that's something. <laughs> It was so much fun. We did the shoot yesterday. I met Morgan, and Morgan is so funny. Oh, oh Morgan's great. What a personality on her. And, uh, yeah, so excited. Uh, when will that air, Rob? Do you have any idea? Um, okay, so uh, I'll say, uh, the first time I'm working, so thanks for uh, introducing me, Marty. I mean, so uh, the first time working with Marty, we're going to go into post-edit on Monday. And then after post, then we'll say that a week from Monday, it should be on if everything goes right in post. Oh, my gosh. Wow. Okay. Well, that's cool. Yeah, this I will play- be on national TV. It's This is my first national TV commercial, as if I ever thought there'd be one. Hey, Rob, I have to ask, <laughs> Second. did Liz look good in her computer virus costume? <laughs> <laughs> I wore a hoodie. And they, uh, and they blackened out my face. <laughs> no, actually, there's a whole thing. I mean, we had we had makeup and hair, so actually, I think that Liz looked great. Oh, thank you. Thank you, Rob. <laughs> well, thank you so much, and thanks for uh, letting me be on one of your commercials. I'm very excited. It's so cool. Me too. Uh, thank you so much, and uh, we'll talk to you next time. Okay. Bye, right. everybody. Bye. The Liz Calloway Show with Nick Summers. Back in a bit. On Talk 94.5.